Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kirchnez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Resident Evil 3, specifically the reimagining that's not really a remake that came out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One on April 3rd, 2020. If you don't know what Resident Evil 3 is, it's the sequel to Resident Evil 2, which is the sequel to Resident Evil 1, which was just called Resident Evil Sansa 1 when it originally came out. Who <laughs> In other words, it's a game about zombies and shooting them in the face. Now, the reason why I say it's a reimagining and not a remake is because the wordage Capcom has used is reimagining. If you don't believe me, just go to ResidentEvil.com RE3 and see for yourself. And based on what I've heard from those familiar with the original game, aka not me, it is very, very, very different. With that said, let's get on with the show. I liked Resident Evil 3. Did I like it as much as Resident Evil or Resident Evil 2? No, but that doesn't mean it's a bad game, it's just a different one. If you think of the series as an amusement park, the first two games are like elaborate haunted houses, whereas the third game is a wild and intense roller coaster. Much faster, more action, and a hell of a fun ride. And that perfectly describes Resident Evil 3. It's a hell of a fun ride. It doesn't last long. My initial playthrough took me five and a half hours, cutscenes included, and my second playthrough was just under three. That's right, I've already beaten it twice and plan to play through it at least a few more times. When I said I liked the game, I didn't mean I kind of liked it. I meant I really really liked it. I'd almost go so far as to say I loved it, but the more I think about it, the more I realize while I like all flavors of Resident Evil, I definitely prefer the more puzzly, backtrack-heavy style found in the first two games. Completing puzzles and finding keys for locked doors, gradually being able to explore more and more of a single expansive space is something you won't get in any of Resident Evil 3 because the game is always pushing you forward. There are a few chances to explore here and there, especially early on, but for the most part, the game is very linear and heavy on set pieces, which again, isn't a bad thing, it's just different, though some set pieces aren't as fun as they should be, but I'll get to those a little later. And while those differences mean I don't love it the way I love Resident Evil 1 and 2, I'm happy Resident Evil 3 is different because it gives me a contrasting experience and if I want something that is a bit more simple and easy to get through, I now have this version of Resident Evil 3 which I can play through and enjoy in a relatively short period of time. So what exactly is the story of Resident Evil 3? The game starts off by putting you in the shoes of one Jill Valentine. Valentine, member of Stars and one of the two protagonists of the original game. She is trying to escape from Raccoon City while zombies are taking over and a seemingly unkillable machine known as the Nemesis is constantly coming after her because of what she knows about the Umbrella organization. You meet other people along the way including a few familiar faces from Resident Evil 2 and that's pretty much it. You're trying to escape while the big bad nemesis is only a few steps behind, sometimes literally. Eventually a vaccine comes into play and some heavily telegraphed double crossing, but like other Resident Evil games, the enjoyment of the story comes from documents found in game that build up the world and the interactions between characters. Speaking of characters, while there wasn't much to the story, I really enjoyed what was there thanks in large part because of the characters and also because of how it ties in with the second game, specifically the remake. Now, I'm going to get a bit spoilery soon, so if you haven't played the reimagining and plan to, you may want to pause this video right now, and even if you played the original, you may still want to pause this because, like I said at the top, from what I've heard and read, some aspects of this game are 
very different from the original and I can't speak to what those are. With that out of the way, let me start with maybe my most controversial opinion. I like Carlos's redesign. Is his hair a little funky? Sure. But overall, I like his new look a lot and think it's a massive improvement over the original. And I really like him as a character and the way he interacts with Jill, who is, of course, still great and a master of lockpicking. The way their relationship built over time feels natural and both voice actors do a great job of grounding their respective characters, never making either feel like a silly caricature. The rest of the main cast is fun in their own ways as well, but it's Jill and Carlos who make everything work as the heart of the story and as the two playable characters. That's right, you play as Carlos a few times during the game, which may or may not have been a thing in the original. What I do know is different is that instead of exploring the police station as Jill, you explore it as Carlos, and this was one of my favorite parts of the game, solely because you're visiting the station before the events of Resident Evil 2, so you get to see how things came to be, like how Marvin was bitten, and how that hole in the upstairs bathroom was created. It's a nice little section that reminded me of how much I enjoyed Resident Evil 2 Remake, and while some may look at as a reminder of a game that they enjoyed way more, I just thought it was a cool section that expanded on the story of Resident Evil 2 and gave me the opportunity to see what it was like before all hell broke loose. To contrast that, as I alluded to earlier, some of the set pieces, well, not set pieces, but boss fights are not that good and are far from being anywhere near one of my favorite parts of the game. Over the course of the game, you will fight Nemesis a handful of times and each time he'll be brandishing a new weapon or a new physical appearance. For the most part, boss fights are fine and the final fight, while simple, ends in a very badass way with quite possibly the best visual shot in the entire game, leading me to be a bit bummed when you couldn't keep walking in a particular direction. I won't spoil it unless you're watching the video, but if you've played the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That said, there are a few fights that aren't so great, specifically the clock tower encounter where Nemesis runs across the buildings until you, ideally, knock him off in order to open him up for massive damage. If you fail to do this, he will eventually return to the surface, but his weak point won't be revealed. This fight is annoying mainly because you may not have the weapons you need once it's started, and even if you do, you may not end up having enough ammunition to pull it off if you make a few mistakes. It's not terrible by any stretch, but it's by no means good either. Thankfully, it's only a small slice of the game and easy enough to deal with once you know what you're supposed to do slash remember to prepare for it beforehand. Now, I know Resident Evil 3 ratchets up the action significantly, there's even a section where you have to hold off zombies from reaching Jill while playing as Carlos and you probably kill over a hundred zombies in under 10 minutes during that section, something you definitely didn't do in Resident Evil 1 or 2, but there are still scary moments in Resident Evil 3. Early on, you'll have to restore power to the subway by resetting all the circuit breakers at the substation. Sounds simple enough, right? Well, it's not simple because the substation has been infested by some kind of spider looking thing and they are the worst. I guess if you're not scared of spiders, you won't care. But I fucking hate spiders. And I found that section genuinely scary as I slowly made my way through the substation, listening for these creatures with every step, hoping I'd spot them before they could grab me and lay their nasty ass eggs inside of me, which you can only remove by eating a green herb. That section was short, but it was incredibly tense. In addition to that itsy bitsy spidery bit, exploring the hospital as Carlos can be scary once hunters show up because they can take a beating and, if you're not careful, will one-shot you before you even know what hit you. Outside of 
that, and even including all of that, a lot of Resident Evil 3 feels like Resident Evil 2 Remake with more bullets and less exploration, and for some, that is not what they want from a Resident Evil game. I, on the other hand, can and do enjoy both kinds of Resident Evil experiences and am now even more excited to continue my journey with the Resident Evil series because while Resident Evil 3 is far from my favorite, it's yet another great game in what is slowly, or actually rather quickly, becoming one of my favorite franchises of all time. Now, I just have to decide on what to play next. Is it Code Veronica or Resident Evil Zero? Only time will tell, or more accurately, someone who has actually played all the games will tell me what to do and I I will listen intently, unless they say I shouldn't even bother with Zero because it sucks. Even if that's true, I still want to play and will play it regardless. I mean, how bad can it really be? Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. This site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, and on Amazingly Baca, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can also go over to this site, and if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day if you get me out of here i'll pay you whatever you want you're a fool you're a fool! If I die, you'll never find out the truth! I don't mind a little detective work.